With COVID-19 ravaging the economies of Europe, private equity players may have endured national lockdowns, but they were by no means locked out of doing business. 2020 saw GPs adapt to digital due diligence, protect portfolios in peril, and shift sector strategies. Today, we'll review the Nordic region's 2020 and get a preview for 2021 on this episode of the Unquote Private Equity Podcast. Across the globe, the year has seen unprecedented limits on our ability to work. And while many GPs, LPs and advisors have adapted to these strange times, the private equity industry has generally seen an accentuation of existing trends, rather than totally new ones. While buyout and exit volume across Europe dropped dramatically in the second quarter of 2020 particularly, activity has been increasing recently. As seen prior to the pandemic, the tendency for GPs to invest in companies with high recurring revenues, such as insurance companies and software-as-a-service businesses, has only been exacerbated. Such a flight to quality has created an even hotter pricing environment than previously, with average buyout entry multiples across Europe remaining in excess of 10 times in both Q2 and Q3. Along with this flight to quality, We see a serious bifurcation with the worst performing companies, which may only widen as we enter 2021, and already struggling businesses begin to feel more liquidity constraints, perhaps leading to a wave of turnarounds not seen since the GFC. Fundraising has seen a similar bifurcation, another trend that has continued through the coronavirus era. Debut managers have struggled to raise, and GPs without relationships with LPs that have already been well-built have struggled in the absence of FaceTime especially as LPs and GPs alike have consistently told Unquote that there's no replacement for in-person networking. On the opposite end of the spectrum, established GPs continue to raise funds bigger than ever as LPs struggle to find homes for their capital with strong and stable return prospects. So there's certainly a lot to talk about, especially as different trends are occurring in different regions of Europe. Today, we're taking a deep dive into the Nordic region, to hear from our reporters speaking to local GPs, LPs and advisors about what's happening in the private equity industry. So, we're here with our dedicated Nordics reporter, Eliza Punchy. So I wondered if you could start off by giving us the headline figures for the region. Yeah, sure. So, like everywhere else, it's been quite a strange year in the Nordics due to the pandemic. But now in Q4, things are looking a lot better than the first half of this year. The appetite of LPs for private equity has remained quite healthy, despite challenging conditions. And I can say that because nearly 10 billion euros has been raised by Nordic fund managers so far. Um, This was headlined by Nordic Capital Fund 10, which held a final close in October this year on 6.1 billion. And in 2019, the total fundraising amount was 9.5 billion euros. So when looking at fundraising, especially for well-known managers and to some extent specialist fund managers as well, um, it's not been that difficult a year despite the pandemic. In terms of buyouts, there were 107 buyouts in the Nordics between January and November, compared to 118 in the same period last year. So it's a small 9% drop, but it was a lot worse when we looked at H1 data alone. So overall, buyout activity really picked up in Q3 and Q4, 
And I think some of this was caused by pent-up demand from Q2 um, when lockdown restrictions were stricter. But when you look at country-by-country performance, there is some disparity there. The drop is particularly big in Denmark and Norway, where there's been a 29% drop in uh, buyout deal flow. But in Sweden, there were 47 buyouts compared to 42 in the same period last year. And in Finland, the number of buyouts remained the same as last year. So in Sweden and Finland, the buyout activity has has remained quite robust. Great. We've also seen VC across Europe thrive to some extent. Can you talk about that in the Nordics? So it's quite interesting that on the venture side, we've seen the highest number of deals in 2020 than any time in the last decade. And Unquote Data has recorded 233 uh, VC-backed deals in the region so far. This is an increase of 19% compared to the same period last year. Finland in particular has seen the most impressive jump of 35.5% compared to last year. Another trend we've seen across Europe that will no doubt be evident in the Nordic region is the strengthening of the technology sector. Have you seen much of this? Like any other region in Europe, um, I think tech has really proved quite dominant this year. When we look at sectors, what's interesting in the Nordics is that the number of tech buyouts finally exceeded the number of industrial buyouts. Um, There were 48 uh, deals in the tech sector compared with just 27 uh, deals in the industrial sector. Um, This is interesting because in the past, industrial buyouts have dominated the Nordic region. Um, Even as recently as 2018, uh, for example, industrial buyouts exceeded tech deals by more than half. Um, This gap narrowed a little bit last year, but in 2020, tech has overtaken industrial as the most dominant and, and the most active sector for buyouts. Like in many other countries, um, companies and tech have come out of the pandemic relatively unharmed, and many of them have even benefited from it. From having spoken with GPs, I know they've become quite cautious about companies in the industrial sector, and I think some of them think that the real effect on industrial companies will only be seen next year. Interesting stuff. It's certainly a trend um, that's been seen across Europe, but I think it's probably been most exacerbated in the Nordic region. Finally, uh, you speak to a lot of market participants in the region. It'd be good to hear kind of your crystal ball gaze. What's the outlook for 2021? Q4 is looking quite busy in the Nordics, and I think this will continue into 2021. Uh, Some of this is still because of the pent-up demand from earlier this year, but some of this is also because of the optimism from having a vaccine that's that's here pretty much, and knowing that, and this optimism that things won't be as bad as this year. Um, and But having said that, I think this activity really depends on the sector. So I, ex- I expect to see activity continue in the tech sector as opposed to the industrial sector. And um, another interesting thing is uh, that companies 
that um, the so-called corona positive companies like e-commerce companies, for example, um, some GPs say that we might even see an IPO rush next year from um, these e-commerce companies that have grown so much this year and, um, you know, improved their profitability this year and would want to take advantage of their strengthened positions. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Liza. It's great to get your take. Um, I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week. Look out for our other regional updates with our other reporters as we review 2020 and offer some insight into what to expect from 2021. Do look out for upcoming episodes and please take the opportunity to subscribe to the Unquote Private Equity podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or, of course, continue listening on unquote.com. A very big thank you to our reporters, our producer Tim, and as always, a big thank you to you too, listener. Speak to you soon.